This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Thank you for standing by on us. How are you doing, my friend? Good, good. How about, how about yourself? Well, praise the Lord. We're doing good considering we've been doing a seven-show marathon today. So praise God. Nice. Uh, we're going to get it done. My friend, happy praise uh, 2024 to you and your family. You, your same thing to you in your family and your ministry, brother, man of God. God I'm, bless you. Whatever folks, you do, it's good. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus is right, folks. It's... Uh, Apart from him, we can't do anything, and we praise the Lord for this opportunity tonight and to bring to you Pastor Armanac Tokmesian. Uh Brother Armanac, would you like to open us up in prayer? <clears throat> sure. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, thank you for this time and hour. Thank you for this year, 2024. And Lord, I'm asking you to bless everyone today. People who's going to hear me, people who, uh, uh, you know, struggling, bless their life, Lord Jesus. A master blessed this radio station. Let expand and be mighty and bring lots of souls into the kingdom. And Holy Spirit, bless my brother Shannon and myself. And Lord Jesus, I ask that this 2024 will be blessed year for, for all God's children and to the world. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I say amen to that. Uh, Brother Armanac, before you bring tonight's message, for those that may not have heard you before, tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry. Uh, well, um, uh, God's people, uh, my name is Armin, pastor, uh, evangelist. Um, my main goal is to, uh, you know, uh, God give us another ministry, what we call deliverance ministry. That's what we do actively. 
with John Ramirez uh, since 2015. Uh, we have uh, monthly almost uh, deliverance uh, where, uh, you know, John comes and and we do a lot of deliverance. So I just want to let you know that. Uh, plus, uh, God also give us this great uh blessing uh, gift uh, dream interpretation when also we help people there uh, and uh, we do daily uh, every week we have a church to church uh, English Armenian uh, starts uh, 11 and then the other one starts uh, 130 English and also we have Bible study if you guys want it if you're interested so basically we do everything to bless your life uh, and uh, uh, if you guys want more information prayer whatever you guys need just go to army ministry and uh, event upcoming event things we do it's all there and be blessed uh, and uh, that's it for uh, for our uh, you know praise God Brother Armanek uh, you're in California what city are you headquartered in out there? We are in Glendale, California, a uh, nice area, by the way. Uh, back in those days, it used to be fifth or tenth place, uh, very safe place where I presently live. So ma- ma- mostly are Armenian people, Russian Armenians, you know, Armenian dominated. Um, so, yeah, uh, Glendale, California, closer to Hollywood, where yes, the Hollywood is. street is, yeah. I think Glendale is where the late Gene Scott, Pastor Gene Scott, Used to have his house or his ministry headquartered sometime, Glendale. Um, yeah. Here's a pretty place. Well, awesome. Folks, welcome, yeah. invite a friend. And Brother Armanek, the mic is yours. Take it away. Brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Well, uh, I want to say thank you to uh, my brother, Shannon. Give me opportunity to preach. Uh, God's people, uh, you know, every, I want to talk about prayer. Uh, because I believe a lot of people struggling there. Uh, let me tell you why I picked this one. I usually love to teach uh, because I think um, everything is good. Everything is perfect, preaching, teaching, uh, mentoring, and all that. But uh, teaching is something else. I mean, we send our kids into school to learn, which give us benefit to grow and become someone. So I, I decided to do more teachings uh, even when I teach in my church i usually teach more than preaching i know people love preaching i honor that but i love teaching so um so i pick to uh kind of help you guys to be strong in uh in 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 this coming 2024 because uh, i don't know if i allow to say a few things but if you monitor uh, middle east Uh, it's getting uh, dark say anything you want uh no hold hard take it away oh Thank you, sir. I was John was here uh, the, uh, November, uh, December thirty one, and hear what he said. That was fascinating. Which I believe same message goes to every minister. He said uh, this couple of years, past couple of years, Satan was attacking people's mind, and he said that the Lord spoke to him that Satan is this starting this year. He's gonna attack to their hearts. Now that was fascinating because. The Lord spoke to me the same thing, and I start teaching in that direction that people's heart going to get cold. In other words, all this year we see a lot of deliverance happening. Um, I believe deliverance become sparkle 
uh, as far as I remember, because back in those days, it was not really, it, it happened there and there that become popular and then died out and then prophecy came and all that. But this, this last couple of years, uh, deliverance become very popular. And I noticed that people becoming more demonized. And of course, uh, anyone who's in ministry, they will understand why, because of the, the weakness of the ministry, the church. So now my problem is if you notice what's happening in Middle East here, uh, I was telling since last year, uh, probably from April, that there's another war is coming to America, which we see Ukraine. He started Ukraine and then Israel just happened. He's fighting with Israel. And then now the, the Persia. They're fighting. They're going to attack Persia. I said it's in April and I keep saying because, you know, I follow the news. I follow uh, the, 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 the prophecies, few things there and there. So I said that they're going to attack Persia. Now, the problem is there. The reason I'm saying that we're going to start from prayer because I believe every one of us who have a strong prayer life, they will uh, stay in, in strong, but those Christians who are not going to pray, uh, it's going to be devastated. Uh, I'll be honest with you. When COVID came, uh, I went to my knees, honestly, because the church was closed, and I um, basically we 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 kind of I, I basically was confused. I said, "What's going to happen to me?" and um, and the Lord speak to me, said, if you pray, if, if you if you stay faithful, I'm going to bless you. And guys, uh, I remember my brother, David Shannon, which the, the Omega, he said, open the PayPal. I want to bless you. Open the PayPal. So, brother, you forced me to open the PayPal, and which I will never believe that somebody will bless me financially. And one day, we start praying strong, and just the COVID came. And guess what? And, and, and I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I need money for a rent. I need money for that. Nobody's working. The entire nation is, the entire the world is closed. And then, guys, the Lord spoke to me, said, look at, look on your PayPal. I opened my PayPal, money sitting over there. And I was confused. I said, where is this, where did this money come from? People were sending all over the places. And I'm thankful if it's your listening, uh, you know, people from Japan, from China. I mean, people from places I never noticed it. So why I'm saying that? Because whatever came to us since 2019 and then hit us, the whole world, God keep me because I was keep praying constantly until today. Now, there's more dangers coming because um, – uh, America wants to fight uh, with Iran, and and the reason I can tell you that why this is happening, because of the policies here in this country is getting weaker, and that is going to bring disaster to the nation who's not following the Christ. Because remember, people, when Abraham being called by God, he was the first man who believed God, and then nation came out of that man. Yet God established that. Uh, uh, a country, but because of their weakness, wickedness, God destroyed that remarkable nation. He made it for Himself, and 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 we see that Israel, since Babylonians and Assyrians, they were no more strong country until 1948. Little by little, they they they've been established. And back, and all this year, if you study Romans, persecuted Jew. European countries persecuted. I mean, it was a disaster since 800, 700 and on, and Martin Luther and all that. So now let me just tell you what I'm saying it is. Um, I said that America going to fight with Iran. Now, why Iran? Uh, 
because uh, in 2000, when there was a big conference, I was keep telling people I was there, where these giants were talking about who's going to be what. They were talking about these four horses. One of the horses was Pelt Green Horse, which they're talking about radical Muslims. They're going to rise and become powerful. Their uh, symbol is green color, if you notice it. Now, they're going to be probably the last horse we see because there's a white horse, uh, there's a uh, red horse, which is communist, and then there is the black horse, which we believe it's economy. Maybe there's another teaching out there. But the, the pale horse was basically their movement. So uh, why Iran? Why is going to attack Iran? Well, uh, in 2000, the, the, uh, if you guys remember, there was still Iraq, there was still uh, Lebanon, Syria, very strong, powerful strongholds, and then we have Saudis. Now, these guys were basically like the father of Muslim countries, but uh, over the years, the, 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 they've been destroyed. So, and then I heard in that meeting that Turks will be the superpower. Now, what Erdogan did, this is not, the, I mean, I know some people, but what Erdogan did, he brought 16 countries, Muslim countries together and unite them together. That's powerful, in my opinion. One man able to do that. Like we'll go from, if you guys know the map, map from Anatolia, which is Turks, goes to Iraq, Iran, Persia, Tur uh, Tajikistan, uh, and then Turkmenistan, Kyrgyzstan, and all these countries, they did literally unite them. And, and now, uh, but the Persians are the only country who kind of stay strong. They're really not uh, uh, kind of involved with uh, Erdogan, uh, laws and regulations so they want to kind of remove this country just destroy it so the the turks will be the 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 power and some people said there is two mega um, um i forgot the name um mega and and uh, you know in, the, in ezekiel talks about it i forgot i forgot the name sorry about that guys so gog and magog there's two gog and magog they're saying uh, they, they kind of there's this rabbinic teaching said Megag uh, and that it's Turks who get a rule for a season and what's the purpose I mean if you look all around Muslims become united and Christians are declining uh, my son was researching and he said daddy they're saying that starting 2024 Christians no longer will be the first place in the world it will be the Muslims I shocked I said really he said, that's what they're saying. The Christianity are, are vanishing. Now, why is this is all happening? This is going to affect to all of us. If you look on on, on uh, uh, Netherlands, they just, uh, their prime minister just said Muslims cannot live in this country. And then Italian prime minister says that they are not um, um, uh, Europeans. So these people over the years understood that we, we're, we're Christians. It's, it's like it's a bizarre what's happening. And that's going to affect, that's actually going to affect our Christian life and walk. It's going to be what people believe it's going to be third world war, but it's going to be religious. And that is very, very dangerous. In other words, uh, we're going to see a lot of decline. Uh, in Obama's time, we see uh, uh, Islam where Christians and Muslims are united in one church. Now, those things are actually uh, established, and that's going to affect more people walked away from God. More disasters will come. The world hates Jew people, but people, remember, we have to love Israel. There's, there's, so, why I'm saying this? It's come, something crazy. It's coming.
and it's going to affect the churches. It, it, it will be probably time where we're not going to able to preach. Uh, the, this media will go away. And if you notice, also we have in America, I don't know if in Canada, these new people came out where they are criticizing everything. They're literally attacking everybody. These people are collecting numbers and attacking Christians. I mean, look what's happening. It's, it's abomination. You see these people are uh, exposing everything and they think they're doing a good job. The Bible says we better cover one another sin but these guys just came out and then showing good and bad and then destroying and look they have millions of followers they think they're praising god you can't do that but look what happened the name of christ is getting mocked every single day and that is what's dangerous so a lot of people heart gonna get cold they will be confused in a, in a way, they're going to say, how come God is not taking care of Muslim and Christian condition? There is this people are tormenting and, and shaming uh, and everybody. And, and it's, it's crazy. That's why I think when John says some people's heart will be cold, uh, I, I said, well, that's correct because that's what we see. And I, if, if I may, a lot of pastors and ministers, they become so rich, they don't want to do the work anymore. They just do nothing. We can see that. There's giant churches. All I mean, there's churches open here. All they do singing. It's, okay, sing. I'm not saying singing is bad, but where's the, where's the preaching? Where's the teaching? Where's correcting, rebuking? Uh, there's nothing about Bible. It's all about feeling good. Now, those things are getting uh, uh, very, very strong, uh, and that's going to affect the body of Christ. I'm not saying God is getting weak. No, God is on the throne. God is always powerful. He, he knows what he's doing. It's just our season is there, and 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 we, we you know it's the the struggle gonna come. So a lot of people gonna fall, walk away from God. Look, COVID came. Forty percent of church people walked away from church. They they were comfortable in in sitting in a in their computer. I do zoom in zoom every week, and guess what? Even there they're coming late. I mean, your phones are with you. Why don't you just join in right away? They come one hour late, two hours late, and then what are you gonna get? I'm already talking two hours. See, people, it's people's hearts getting cold. They're just not interested anymore. So, uh, what I'm saying is, 2024, it's gonna be a disaster. Everything is expensive in America. Everything. And also something else, some crazy people. In Canada, immigrants are leaving Canada. It's so expensive in Canada. People are living from Canada. That's crazy. Okay. What I'm saying is, it's something is happening. Satan have a good plan. And we need to only overcome by prayer. And I think Jesus will give us guidance. He will protect us. But we need to, we need to, God's people, we need to pray. Okay, so that's why every year, uh, starting November, I start teaching pr pr people how to pray, what to, what to expect from a prayer. Uh, I myself, uh, if you guys don't know, uh, I go every every month, once a, one time a week, I separate myself and I go pray up in the mountains. I follow Jesus' step and I pray uh, one. A whole week, like I'm going this 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 week. Uh, I'm 14. I'm going up to, into the mountains. I'm separating myself, give, giving myself to to God and praying. Uh, why I do this? So I can give, be an, a good example, so people can see that not the ministers not only pushing people to do these kind of things, but they're also uh, doing themselves. Okay. So uh, also uh, back in those days, God's people just want to let you know. I, I've been speaking about this long time. When I died, uh, and the Lord spoke to me, He said, "If I close your book, you're gonna go to hell." 
And I was shocked because I'm like, brother, I am a pastor and I do all that and I'm going hell. Why? Because I had no faith. Yes, I believe God, but I didn't have faith. That shook my foundation. Why? Because I said, wait a minute, I believe God. Is, is that not enough? Well, belief is doing something else, faith doing something something else. So they're not the same. Uh, well, well I'll, I'll kind of introduce that to you in a second. What I'm trying to say is, in my opinion, my humble opinion, uh, everybody should have a prayer life. And that prayer life has to be constant. I always said to people, I said, guys, if you don't love to pray, then your relationship with God is not strong. Because prayer also proves that you love God. Um, one lady, she said, Pastor, you go and pray eight hours. What do you do in eight hours? And my explanation was this. I said, let's pretend I have a yacht. I love yacht. And then I explained to her, if I had a yacht, what I would do? I will enjoy, I will fish, and I eat, I will just cruise in the water, and all kinds of fun. Just, just sit down and then do nothing. And I said, when I go to pray, I enjoy my God. I enjoy his presence. I really enjoy it. And I don't have to keep talking to him and say, I need this, I need that, I need that. I know, I just enjoy fellowship with God. Okay. Now let's get into uh, teaching. So, uh, um, you know, I can just um, kind of prepare you for that. Uh, I believe if, if, if we have to, seriously, we all have to have a plan. The plan will be what we do this year uh, in every area. What we call in, in Christian language vision. All of us have to have a vision. Vision is very, very important. Uh, if you remember the gospel, it says that, uh, well, in Acts, actually, it says, it says that your, your young men will see visions and your old men will see uh, uh, dreams, I mean, I'm, you're thinking like really young men, yeah, because vision is 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 the motivation for a person to get there. But the dream establish uh, um, what I call a position. So, um, so let's let me just give you some foundation about prayer uh, that you guys will understand. Let me give you some wh- why prayer is important, and then and then in this specific. I'm just going to show you that the prayer is very important. And then let me tell you, not only important, but it's totally different uh, uh, dimension, different thing. So let me give you some explanation so you guys will know. I, I'm going to give you an example. And these two examples are true examples. It's, it's, I picked up from true event. So one is about me. One is for somebody else. So um, I want everybody to picture this. There's two different people. One, it's me, which has happened to me, and one, it's my brother. So when um, I was 16 years old, uh, I was living in Russia, completely atheist, never heard the name God. Seriously, I never even heard the name God. My family never talked about it. Uh, they have their own, their own reasons. I'm not blaming them, but they never mentioned the name God, too. Think about it. No Jesus name, no Holy Spirit. Never heard Bible. Yes, we're Christians. Armenian people are Christian by government in in third century, but we we just the religious people. Um, I knew there is a church. I knew there is a priest, but never heard Holy Spirit. Never heard God. Uh, a God never heard Jesus. Never heard Bible. Never heard praying. I, I never never practice it. Never say, say it. Never see it. Never heard of it because I never went anywhere. And in my country, be honest with you, what we did uh, every year when something good happened to us, we literally kill a lamb, 
and then we kind of got around the church three times and then we kill a lamb and we took we, we we take the blood and we we kind of cross it in our forehead and we ate the lamb for me that was it think about it every year if something happened to us we just sacrifice a lamb that was this is what we do in my country as a religious people that's all I knew. We got around the around the church three three times, and then we killed the animal. And the elder, whoever killing, he he just crossed the blood in our forehead, and we thought it's just normal thing. But but the rest, God and angels, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Okay. So one day, this man came to me. He said, "Hey, Armin, I was 16 years old." He said, "Armin, uh, 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 you wanna you wanna know God?" And I said, "Who is God?" And he he, he said he created heaven and earth. In my mind, I thought like heaven and earth. There's no such a thing. So he said, and then we start arguing. Literally, the conversation stops over there because I said stop because you're you're fooling me around. There's no such a thing that one man can can literally. Uh, uh, create heaven and earth because in my mind I have no idea who God is I thought it's just a regular man fooling around telling people a lie that he creates heaven and earth I said he said you want to see him I don't know why he said that that's a fa- that's a fascinating I think he was he was used by God he says you want to see him I said yeah I want to see him okay so we went to see this God in my mind again I thought it's a man so we went there I was the last person to go to that uh, meeting because he was actually going to meeting and he saw me on the way. That's why we had this conversation. That's why we're late for a service. So we went inside that building. I was the last man enter. He entered and then I entered. And you guys have to understand back in those days in my country, we had a big earthquake by Russia. They literally artificial earthquake killed 120,000 people. We had no electricity. We had no food. We're basically living in the dark because everything was destroyed. So I was the last guy entered and uh, there's a little hallway. I noticed there's a candles would burn and then people were singing, sitting on the floor. In my mind, it was weird because I said, what is it? What are they doing? You know, a lot of people like packed. And in those days, the Holy Spirit revival happened in my country. Uh, and now one of them who came from that revival, it was a strong revival. The whole Armenian country was was revived. Everybody coming to Jesus, like left and right people. And, and we didn't have many Christians because they're all religious. So people are coming to Jesus crazy. It was 19, it started 19, I think started 1989 and went all the way 1993 four years like literally the entire nation become christian in a, in a they repented in other words so i saw the holy spirit revival in my time i was 16 years old so anyway i went to that place and this man appeared to me literally came out of a wall like appeared to me and he's standing facing on me and i'm shocked i'm like what is that who is this i, I can see him like fully but the face i couldn't see it he dressed uh, like a ancient time. And then I'm thinking in my mind, I said, what is this, man? Where did you come from? I was so confused, people. God is my witness. As a 16 years old, I, I don't even know what to say. I was just shocked. Like to see this man just appear out of the wall. I'm like, wow. And he's not that far from me. He was probably um, two feet far from me. And he came. He just approached to me. He was a little bit taller than me. He came and he hugged me. I even feel everything. Like he hugged me. Like physically. He hugged me and uh, just a small um, 
intro introduction i give it to because my father was part of part of mafia part of this puff part that my mother my real mother was dead and then second mother I, I, i got a lot of problem in my heart i hated my father and then and then couple of things i don't want to go detail basically i had i have pain in my heart i didn't like my life we were very poor uh and then you know we have to bring water we have to it was crazy people back in those days it was devastating like the life was very very dark it was dark ages basically we're living i hated i hated i hated i didn't like that country because everything was bad and then we hear war turks are coming azerbaijan is attacking and then persia it was a crazy uh, so uh, he hugged me when he hugged me i felt complete i felt that's another teaching that, that i teach people okay so now my story begins here that i saw jesus without faith i saw jesus without believing him i saw him he just came to my life just like that the way i explained that i didn't believe him i didn't really accept him i didn't even know him he just appeared to me well i'm i'm thankful for that right okay but now let's go to the second person now there's another gentleman in my church which some of you are came like that there is a there is a mediator when i say mediator i mean i don't mean the prayer there's a middleman so the middleman think just imagine there's a man there is this you and there is jesus right middle of you there's a man that man witnessing jesus to you which we call preaching the gospel and these people believe jesus by gospel good news so here this man literally received jesus because somebody's telling him about gospel and it's 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 actually more blessed than mine because the scripture says that blesses the man who never see it and believe it in my case i didn't believe it but i saw it because i didn't didn't have faith people i didn't have anything literally i'm zero i i didn't i don't even know what to tell him i mean i'm like who are you seriously and um, and um, no now here are two scenarios mine no faith no belief he appeared to me with this gentleman and the majority of people they came through preaching which is blessed them that, that came and i feel the presence of the lord talking to you guys now it's good i saw jesus they picture jesus they believe by word they don't even see him they try to understand good Every, both of us are have a good good uh, uh, foundation now 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 we have a problem both of us have problem what's the problem the problem is now we both want to fellowship with jesus and we have we have the same problem i saw and he received jesus now we have a same problem our condition to fellowship with jesus it comes to the same place where now we're trying to understand how we're going to fellowship with jesus the reason i told you this story because no matter you see or don't see praying it's not nothing to do with belief nothing to do with just seeing those are helping us to see or to believe yes everything is fine everything is perfect i'm talking about prayer now now when i used to pray it was so bad that i'm thinking like brother nothing been answered like let me give you an example okay let's talk about john baptist john and jesus prayed now john the baptist actually says in gospel that he taught his disciples how to pray this is a fact you can look at it 
But then a couple of his disciples went to Jesus and asked him to teach them how to pray. Okay, if you guys already learned how to pray, why then you guys asking Jesus from, from him also, uh, 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 basically from scratch, teach us how to pray? And I studied this. I, I said, I got to go see why they ask. And then what I found uh, fascinating, people, what happened was John people were praying. Of course, John was praying too. And Jesus was praying. And here what happened. Their prayer were not being answered. Jesus' prayer, all of them being answered. That's what they were amazed. They, they noticed that there is literally prayer. It's not what they're thinking. It has to be something very uh, important that they don't know. Now, when I study this, I'm thinking like, oh my God, then Jesus' prayer being answered. Now, people will say, well, he's God Almighty. Okay, I understand that. But don't forget, he also a man. He learned. Look, read Luke. Jesus learned everything, people. He learned everything. As a human being, he learned everything. Okay, so the prayer, I just give you an, an, an intro, an introduction, a foundation, that when it comes to prayer, prayer is not what you think it is. Let me explain another way. So here people, when they go to pray, what they do, they pray what they couldn't have. They pray what they lost. They pray what the desire they had. And I said to people this, I said, if that's the case, if the prayer is all about that, then what about this? Let's say, all right, let's say, let's say, let's say, you pray whatever you need. Let's say people want um, what they want. Some people want Mary. Some people want their children to be blessed. Some people want uh, uh, healing, finances, happiness, no depression, no anxiety, and a spiritual growth. Yeah, yeah. But let's say, let's say you go with all your need and you introduce God and God fulfill all of your need in one day. So what are you going to do? You're not going to pray. You're going to stop praying until... until um, until uh, 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 next uh, need. See, I mean, if that's the case, then what we understand about prayer is wrong. So let me, if you allow me, let me just go and then teach really what what, what is a prayer about. So before I start, I want to tell you something that I learned how to pray. I'm not lying. And let me tell you how. So when I first time saw Jesus, and I want to communicate with him. I really want to talk to him. And my, my talking was not to ask for him for marriage. Because I was 16. In my country, <laughs> it's not America. Like there's a Ferrari, Mercedes, BMW, and all kind of things. It's just, it's just a poor country. We don't have lots of desires. We don't, we don't even have desires over there. All we need is food. Look how poor we are. So we, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know if I should ask him for a car. Because for us, that's impossible. So what, what do you think I should ask? The heavenly things, because that was a new thing for me as a, as a 16. I, I didn't even have a girlfriend to say, well, for instance, I didn't, we didn't, we didn't, I didn't have a girlfriend because in my country was, it was, it was, it was different. We just have to be serious in a marriage. Uh, in America, people have girlfriend, boyfriend and all that, and then they, they get together and then they, they just dump each other. Yeah, back in my days, it's not like that. We honor every child, a uh, girl or a boy. Forgive me, I'm not insulting anybody. I'm just saying it. So if I want to have a girlfriend, I have to go to his brothers. I have to go to his father. I have to take my parents over there. and then we, I have to talk to them first, and then I can walk with them. If we, t- if we walked secretly and that girl had a brothers, oh, 
we will have problems. Seriously, that's why we don't mess around. But right now, I don't know. Right now, the exchange, I'm, I'm here in this country for 30 years. I don't know what's going on over there, honestly. Uh, so I don't know. Forgive me. But my, my days, I'm, I'm 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Okay. Now, watch this, people. I'm, I want to say something. This is, this is very, very powerful. Um, so for me, for me, um, uh, to to help you to understand the prayer, um, it, it's this. I decided, because when I saw Jesus, when I went to this brother, I said to him, I said, I want to talk to Jesus, because I already saw him. Think about it, if I say I want to talk to John Ramirez, or talk to uh, some person that is there, or Donald Trump, for example, the man is alive. They said, you need to pray. I said, we need to do what now? They said, you need to pray. I said, what is that? He said, you go to your room and you pray. I was very confused because I had no idea what that means. They said, you want to pray with us? I said, yes. Because in my mind, I'm thinking if that's the way to talk to this man, I'll, I'll, I'm in. So we went to this house. And then they just went to, everybody went to their corners and I'm standing like, 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 like stupid, honestly. I'm thinking like, what, the, what, what is this? I said, what are you doing? He like, we're praying. I said, why are you guys sitting on the floor? Why are you in your knees? He said, well, because we need to pray. So, you know, I had no choice to do what they're doing because it was very stupid for me. I don't want to embarrass them. In my mind, like, what the heck is this? I mean, like, I mean, you want to talk to a man, just tell him to come. Call him, text him, whatever. Because if I saw them. They didn't see Jesus. They believed Jesus. But I saw Jesus. For me, it was stupid. Whatever they're telling me, I didn't agree. So now, they said, uh, go to your knee. We need to start now. I said, okay. So I said, what should I do? He said, tell him to come. I said, who? He, tell, he said, just open your heart and tell Lord how much you love, love him and, and all this. I said, okay. I did nothing. I said, you know, guys, I said, this is stupid. Why am I going to go to my knee? Why am I going go to go to, to the corner? Why am I going to talk to myself? I feel like I'm stupid. I mean, I saw the man. He came to me. They said, well, Armin, you saw the man. I, we didn't see the man. So I don't know what you thought. They thought I'm crazy. But I was not crazy because I was trying to understand what are they doing over there. I hope you guys understand what I'm talking about. So and then... Year after year after year, I, be, I become strong in the spirit because I, now I try to understand. I, I understand that they need to pray. But then I said, you know what? When I died and Jesus says, you're, you're going to close your book, that changes. I said, you know what? I'm going to dedicate myself one full year, pray eight hours a day to understand what is this prayer really means. So I was praying eight hours a day, every day for one year, full year. And, and in that, I learned because I didn't pray for me. I didn't pray for my family. I didn't pray for church. I didn't pray for any. I just went to that room the way God says, go to your room and God will honor you. I said, okay, I'm just going to go to room. So the so first couple of months, I was just sitting over there like I don't know what I was doing there. Because I didn't want to talk to myself. It was, I feel like I'm stupid, seriously. So then, little by little by little by little, I saw that something changes in my body, something changes in my soul, something changes in my spirit. I feel things. I feel my body. I feel goosebumps. I feel crying. I feel emotions. I feel, 
I hear things like God is talking to me. The Bible was becoming real. So I start, it, it become very exciting. And then slowly, my brothers and my sisters, I learn the concept of a prayer. That's why I tell people, I say, guys, prayer is not about your need. Prayer is more, more deeper. And the scripture says deep calling unto deep. That's a deep prayer. And I want to say something to you. If only prayer for a need, then why Isaiah says, 64-7 says, anyone who doesn't pray, their sins will come back to them. Why is it related to the sin? And Jesus says, pray so you won't get in trouble. What trouble? If it's only about a need, then makes no sense. Why do I need to pray? If only just pray for our need, our family. I'm not saying don't pray that. I really want to teach you something miraculous, something powerful. Um, so that, that is the foundation story that I really help, I really give people to understand that the prayer is really not what you guys think. So we need to learn how to pray. They went to Jesus and here Jesus, Jesus start praying with this, like this is crazy people. If you pray, I mean, we, we heard so much, we think it's normal. No, listen, he said, Father in heaven, what father? In Israel, nobody prayed like that. Nobody ever done that. Nobody ever mentioned Father. You know the word Hashem means that name and it was a secret name they won't use. Now he's literally saying, Father in heaven, your name be holy, your will come, your kingdom be established. And they're thinking, I mean, you're thinking like, why? Each word has a meaning and there is a power. Don't take us into temptation. Save us from the, oh, I'm thinking like, really, what is this? So that literally opened up my heart, my mind. And I said, well, I said, the prayer is nothing to do with our need. Now, let's talk about our need. Because I don't want to dismiss you guys with like this and you guys will be confused. When you read the scripture, it says, before you come to me, I know your need. Before you open your mouth, the scripture says. So God is not blind. It's not that he don't know your need. He knows what you need. He actually knows way before you know. Before you're born, he already knows what you're going to need. We're talking about God. We're talking about, we're talking about Jesus himself. It's not that he don't know your need. It's just the problem is what I'm trying to prove that the prayer is not about, about the need. The solution of our need is to know him. Is to know him. Because I believe this scripture, it says, when the spirit of the Lord is, there's a liberty. I believe that has a lot of meanings. It can be spiritual. It can be demonic. It can be financial. It can be everything. Because when it says a freedom, that can be lots of stuff. So, and something else about prayer that I want to talk and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll finish because time is almost end. Um, the scripture have a lot of um, uh, what I call a way of teaching us how to pray. Like for instance, Romans says the spirit, you don't know how to pray, but the spirit knows how to pray. So you're saying that I don't know what I need and spirit needs to remind God what I need. So that's another, uh, that's another teaching that needs to be taught to people that when we go to prayer, very important. Now, people, just want to say something to you before I stop. Um, there's there's a couple of ways people pray. There's a soulish prayer and there's a spiritual prayer. 
Now, when people go with their needs, that's a soulish prayer. And most of the time, they don't get anything from the Lord. Why? Because, you know, it's your will. It's not His will. But when you pray spiritually, now the Spirit pray according to His will. Because Spirit already knows what God wants. Um, that's why there's a great teaching I have, which we call Seasons. Now, that is very interesting. That is very important for us to understand the seasons. But to go to pray, um, what I suggest everyone to start 2024, I always recommend people right now in my Zoom, I teach people how to how to pray. And then I, I literally give um, uh, an example what they do. Uh, when I do one-on-one sessions, I do every Wednesday, I teach people because they ask me a lot of questions. And today's the day, actually. I started from 2 o'clock all the way today. I've been doing this one-on-one sessions and helping people uh, to, to, to be strong in spirit. If you guys love, you guys can sign in if you want to. Uh, I do 25 minutes free for everybody. You guys welcome if you guys need anything. But let me say something to you. I'm not advertising. I'm just saying it. So the the, the question is here. How do we go to pray? Uh, it's literally because a lot of people don't know how to pray. They just go and then do whatever other people do, and then they think crying and shaking. It's the end of the prayer. No, no. Um, what I said to people, I said, uh, uh, "There's two prayer. There's a spiritual prayer. There is a soulish prayer." Now, you guys need to understand something, people. Uh, you, ha- when you guys go to pray, you have two enemy. One is your body, second is your soul. Because when these guys really don't like spiritual things, but the Bible talks about that. I mean, you read Ephesians 4.12, it says that they divided each other. Because when God gives you a new spirit, that spirit cannot mix with the soul and with the body. It's completely reserved by God. That's why I keep saying that that uh, uh, the spirit in you that being renewed, restored, and given to God, it's basically come from the Lord. Powerful. That's crazy what he done for us. And I'm very thankful for that. Now, you got to understand something. It's going to be a little bit different for some of you, but it's okay. When you guys go to pray, you take your body and your soul with you. Now, your body is not eternal, going to die. That's why your body... Don't like spiritual. Why? Because he wants to enjoy every bit of it. Literally, everything. He wants to enjoy this world because he knows he's dying. I mean, you can see yourself. I mean, when you were f- five years old, now you're 50 years old. <laughs> you can see how, how dramatically you get old. So that's why body understands that he's dying. That's why body don't like spiritual. Because when you go to pray, you literally are using his benefits. He's going to die anyway. So that's why you need to... Uh, work with your body. I tell people, I said, make sure your body loves. So what body loves? Comfort. If you give him a good comfort, people go to their knees for hours and destroy their body and their soul needs to take care of that. The spirit don't care because spirit all looks for a God. Try to understand me, people. So the job of the soul, one of the job is to take care of the body. That's why soul always panics. Notice if you go to pray and, and, and you know how to pray, right? Your body wants restroom. Your body suddenly becomes hungry. Your body pain start coming up. I mean, uh, unusual pain start running around your, your body. Why? Because your body trying to tell you, hey, listen, man, leave me alone. Let me go enjoy my life. You got to give comfort to your body. 
because there is no prayer life in the body. Even though your mouth speaks, your ear hears, you have senses, but the body is just a vessel. All you need to do is just find the right comfort for your body. That's why going to restroom, emptying and all that, it's very important before you go to pray. So your body will not say, oh, take me to restroom, blah, 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 blah. Now, when you go to soul, now that is more complicated because when I was studying about soul, I find out there's 48 compartments, I call them, uh, which is hard to deal with it because for the soul, soul is the biggest problem people have because soul is literally telling you why do i do this am i getting any any benefits the benefit that only soul will have if the soul surrender to his spirit which is spirit man then the soul will have eternal life if the soul will never never surrender to the spirit both of them will be perish because soul needs to surrender to the spirit see i'm going deeper people it's a mechanism i'm teaching you so for for you have to really convince the soul that whatever you do it's beneficial for him so not only your spirit going to love God, your soul also needs to love God. That's why in the prayer, you numbed your body by giving a comfort, and then you, you numbed your soul by reading a scripture in the, during the prayer because your soul loves romantic stuff. Find which, which Bible uh, your soul loves. Just read that. People love reading uh, Psalms. Some people love to read uh, Job. Some people love to read the story of David. It's a very romantic story. And people literally cry in there. What do you do? You numb it through that. The soul loves that. Once you, once you numb this in the prayer, this is, takes 45 minutes, by the way. And then you go to your spirit. Now, spirit, when spirit takes over, in that time, operation going on. God operates your body and operates your, when I say operate, like a physical operation. He makes, he make, he make, make your body an instrument and, and, and your soul as a temple or, or, or a serving. So that when every time you get up from the prayer, long prayer, you, you see your, your, your body change, your soul attitude change, everybody praising the spirit. In other words, telling the spirit how good, how wonderful job you done. So, Look how deeper the prayer is. But if you go to spirit, let me tell you the difference between soul and spirit. You guys know animal planet, right? Every time these this animals that they are uh, uh, predators, like, uh, like uh, you know, like a deer, for instance. I mean, imagine baby comes out of that, that animal and runs, knows that there's a lion sitting over there. I'm thinking like, my God, how do you know that? So, when you, when the spirit goes to spiritual, spirit already knows what's happening. He knows how to behave himself. That's what in spirit, people understand God. People see God. Every man who saw Jesus, even though their soul don't recognize, don't have a knowledge, if accidentally they're able to enter a spiritual atmosphere, they see Jesus, they will recognize, they will call him Lord. Like soul says, Lord, what do you want? I mean, spirit in man knows God. But the, it's, it's the soul having a problem because soul needs to be convinced. You have to really educate him. You have to really prove him that this is important, blah, blah, blah. So many. It's hard to deal with the soul. That's a lot of people sometimes for them, a Christian life makes no, makes no sense. The reason I'm telling you this, that prayer is not what you guys think it is. Um, so what's the benefit of the prayer? The scripture says, don't be afraid of those who kill your body, but scared of those who kill your soul and the body. See, now we have a problem over there because soul makes 
big, big uh, place in the man's life. So prayer is is now really what you think it is. And when I come back next time, I'll do part two of this one. And then I'll teach you how to pray. Very important. And that will help you guys to stay strong 2024. Um, and um, the last thing I want to say is this, that I really want everybody to have regular prayer at least one hour a day if you guys can. Usually I recommend people pray either in the morning or at night. Why? Because there's no one there. And also to just just to clarify, I, mean, I don't know if you're going to believe that. I heard that you know the people talk about it that when a lot of people are demonized, usually in, at night they all sleep. Their devils have nothing to do. It's a good time to pray because they will not attack you. Because in the morning, you know, one time what happened to me on Sunday. That's why I don't I don't really pray like after ten o'clock because it's too much noise. I was actually praying here in my house, and guess guess helicopter just landed in my in my roof like literally. I'm thinking like, what if in millions of years, if I beg them to come, they will never come. Helicopter, birds, owl, all kinds of animals came to my, my backyard. I mean, look, see what devil is doing. But at night, they all sleep. People are sleeping. Those people who demonized. I'm, I'm very sorry for them. Their devils are literally have nothing to do. Just to, And then at morning, God walks during the uh, uh, in the morning. So both days. So And also, you know, you come, you do your, your stuff, you take care of your family, everybody sleep. They're not going to bug you. At night, it's good or in the morning. But you pick your prayer time. I'm not going to give you that advice. All I'm asking, everybody should have a prayer life. And in a prayer, the, the job of the prayer is very, very important. Uh, I'll leave it to this one. When you guys pray, the most important is the first step is to feel the presence and in the presence to feel conviction. If you guys can have these two, you're praying right. But if you have a presence but no convictions, your prayer, you, you, you're doing a little bit good but not really good. Why? Because in the prayer, God teaches our miseries. Our wrongness, very important. And I'm going to leave it here in Jesus' name. I hope I'm going to be blessed with these teachings. Amen. Brother, great message tonight. What would you like to title this for the archive, Brother Armanek? Oh, uh, let's see. What should we name it? Um, uh, the, the, um, let's, let's just say um, uh, True Prayer, maybe something. You want to you wanna make something for sure. me? <laughs> I didn't think to Let's think about it. it. True prayer? True prayer. What Fantastic. is a true prayer? That, that would be great, great. Brother Armanek, tell people again about uh, your church there, there in the area, the <laughs> fellowship, and uh, how people from anywhere can contact your ministry and support your work. Thank you, sir. So, uh, my brothers and my sisters, uh, again, I'm here in Glendale, California. Uh, you guys can call uh, our ministry, 888 888- Four one three four 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 three, and also you go Armen Ministry. We have lots of events. Uh, you guys welcome to uh, participate. Like for instance, John is coming twenty six twenty seven, and March we have Bill Hammond coming to our church. He came last prophet Bill Hammond. I don't know if you guys know him. He came last uh, year and he's coming this year. 
we had other ministers that came and blessed our life. Uh, like, uh, um, so we, we, we also uh, fellowship with other brothers and sisters. Uh, and then same time, we have two churches, English and Armenian. One starts 11, that's Armenian, another one 11.30. And then what I do, I do Wednesdays, I do one-on-one sessions. You All you have to do, go to our ministry and then register and then we'll, we'll schedule you and I help you with uh, a mentorship. A lot of people want mentorship and I will mentor you. I have many, many people calling from different areas and I help them to stay strong. They got sicknesses, diseases. So they, they said that they went everywhere. I'm not blaming anybody, but there's, there's also another part when you mentorship them, they will get free. Also, I do dream interpretation where I'll help people to walk daily basis. Uh, and on top of that, um, uh, you know, we have prayer here in our church Wednesdays. You guys welcome to come if you're closer, 7 o'clock. It's my own prayer where I teach corporate prayer and individual prayer. Uh, what else? Did I forget anything? Well, and more. I don't even remember anymore. So that's pretty much uh, main thing I remember. Oh, and I have a Bible study Tuesdays. Uh, six o'clock we're talking about prayer if you like what i teach today deeper than this you guys welcome to join and then uh six pacific time and pretty much every day we do something and then sometimes i have radio station which i will bless your life and i'm thinking brother if you want i can do once a month or twice a month yes sure if you want it yeah we can do that if you like to yeah give me another date uh for later this month uh look at your i'll text I'll text you all the dates. You let me know when it's it's, do it's it. convenient for you. Fantastic. I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Brother Harmon, would you thank like you. to close us in prayer? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Holy Spirit, thank you for this hour and time, Master. Let this message that uh, been uh, delivered to your people, let it, let this revelation be opened in their hearts and minds. And Holy Spirit, give them hunger to pray. And Lord Jesus, let them be mighty and strong. And Lord, protect their life. I beg you to protect their life and, and help them to stay strong. I also pray that finances be restored. Their uh, the relationship be restored. They're, they're going to church, back going back to church being restored. Let all these those, those things that came on them be restored. Lord Jesus, I beg you, be with them, bless them, and also bless this radio station. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. God bless you, my friend. We'll see God you again real you. soon. Thank, Thank you. you. Folks, that was Pastor Armanek Takmizian. We're doing a seven-show marathon today. We've done uh, six shows so far. I've got all of them uploaded. I'll get Brother Armand's up in a few minutes. We'll be back in about 10 minutes. Uh, we're going to have Doug Perry from Fellowship of the Martyrs. Praise God. Hope you enjoyed these shows. All my web On my website, you're going to find a link to the archives. Go there, omegaman.podbean.com, and from there you'll find 12 other places you can get the shows. And then just um, you choose where you want to download from, but our master archive that I'm building is on Podbean now omegaman.podbean.com in addition to our daily shows that we're doing Monday through Friday we're also uploading uh, Reloaded broadcast that's where I'm remastering shows starting back with episode 1 and working my way forward just put 4 up there for you tonight and uh, those are all free everything we do here is free if you want however to support this work we sure do appreciate it you can go to my website, omegamanradio.com. There's a couple of options like PayPal, Zelle Cash App, a 
etc. Okay, now said, I'm going to go to a song. We're going to get set up um, for our next show. And let me just uh, save this. If you want to refresh now, let's do that. Here we go. <laughs> 